Welcome to the Beyond the Boards podcast. Your home for all things hockey. Let's get started. Here are your hosts, Dan Coover and Dylan Terry. I've, I've, I just want to start off the show hot, Dylan. I want to start off the show hot. Um, and I want to issue a formal congratulations to Florida Panthers forward Brian Lomberg for scoring his first career goal at any level, at any level, at any point in his hockey career. Before last night's Tampa Bay Lightning Florida Panthers game, Ryan Lomberg had never, ever even shot a hockey puck between the goalposts and into a net. So I just want to say that I'm very happy for that bitch pigeon, that dumb plug, for getting his first career goal. I'm very happy for him. So I know a lot of people might have expected me to be upset that the Lightning blew a two-goal lead in the third period last night when they could have had a 3-0 stranglehold on the series. I know a lot of people are expecting me to be angry about that, but in actuality, I'm happy for Ryan Lomberg because if, you know, as a human being, I can't be happy for people when good things happen to them, then what am I doing with my life? Okay. And he has zero cups. Obviously the lightning have two cups, not to brag. Um, so congratulations, Ryan Lomberg. <laughs> Dude, I don't even know how to follow that intro. I mean, just, I I'm mean, speechless. Dylan, how does I'm speechless. it feel? I know how to follow Dylan. How does it feel that you've shot more pucks into an actual hockey net in your career than Ryan Lomberg has? Um, I'm just going to go ahead and say it right now. I don't think I have because I got his uh, elite prospects profile pulled up right now. Nope, nope. <laughs> Last night was his first career goal at any level um, because he's a plug. He doesn't know how to play hockey. So I'm happy for him. Uh, obviously, the Lightning are still up 2-1. Uh, this series has been bananas. And I also want to say I hate all the people who are like, oh, I want to see seven games of this series. No, I don't. I don't want that. You know what I want? I want I wanted four games. Now I want five games. All right? That's it. I'm going to game four tomorrow, so we better win. And that's that. That's that. And just mostly congrats to Ryan Lomberg. Again, first career goal on a level. Dylan, do not fat check that. <laughs> all right. All right, don't worry. The page crashed anyway, so I'm all exited out. I can't see nothing. So, and yeah, I honestly, I forgot that you were going to game four tomorrow. I, I thought about it this morning. I'm like, didn't Dan say he was going to game four? And then I, throughout the day, I forgot about it. And then you just said it, and it reminded me of it again. So you uh, hope you have a hell of a time there, bud. Get a little bit yeah. rowdy. Yeah, oh, it's going to be rowdy. It's going to be a good time. <laughs> I just want to say I'm so happy that more stadiums are having a ton of fans. This playoffs has felt like the playoffs again um and we can get we'll break down series by series in a second obviously but this has felt like the playoffs like with fans going crazy and the refuse suck chance and just the emotion after every single goal the energy the the ooze the ahs the silence everything in between it's nice to feel like real playoff hockey again. and obviously last mm -hmm. year was still really good and was really entertaining but it's nice to be in the spring watching playoff hockey, summer's coming, you know, all that stuff. It just feels right this year. Um, it feels really good. 
Yeah, dude. Everything seems like back to normal. I mean, I I think more so this year you're starting to see the physical element come back to the playoffs, which if I remember correctly, last year they didn't really have that much physicality. Well, they, I mean, obviously they still had it, but I, I feel like it wasn't um, – it wasn't that? at the level that it was this year. Yes, because exactly. I think it's really difficult to get that level of like energy up mm-hmm. when there's no fans. It's just yes, fifty people in the building, including players. Yeah, so that's made a nice comeback this season. We're seeing hits like crazy every game. Um, seems like after every whistle, there's a scrum between somebody. I mean, we've seen multiple instances of. Big hits laid um, tonight, Dmitry Orlov on Kevin Miller, which we'll touch on that. Uh, last night's incidental hit, but still a big hit. Um, yeah, did and, you uh, see, did you see, Le, I think it was called Le Journal de Montreal. Um, yeah. Sounds like a lovely publication. Yeah. Uh, they posted a picture. <laughs> they posted a picture of <laughs> Corey Perry's knee. And obviously, Corey Perry's kind of a pest. He's not, he did not obviously intentionally knee John Tavares in the head, um, but they put that with the uh, with the caption "Victory Dramatic," which I'm assuming means or I'm sorry, "Victory Dramatic." Okay. I assume that means dramatic victory, um, and that was pro- I mean that's peak Montreal right there. That's peak Montreal journalism. Peak Montreal. Did, did you see the one that the Toronto Sun posted? No, I didn't. They posted a picture of when Tavares was laying, like, you know, well, you've seen the clip, right, where he was, like, yeah, yeah, falling backwards, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, half fainting yeah. or whatever. Like, when he was falling backwards, they took that picture, put it on their front paper, and they put the um, caption, uh, Captain Crunched, on it. Like, why? Yeah, yeah, like, what the <laughs> fuck are you doing? Like, just, that's so disrespectful, especially if it's your own city, like, why the fuck is that your headline? Yeah, it's because like, like Maple Leafs, Maple Leafs, the media in Toronto is just they're vicious animals. I know, dude. Like I, that is re- that's legitimately I I legitimately cannot ever get behind something like that. That is absolutely terrible. Um, I know it's just stupid. And you would think so, like, especially the Montreal paper, like why would you put that as your headline instead of like the hell of a goal that Jeff Petrie scored or yeah, it was Jeff or no, it wasn't. Yeah. Uh, Paul Byron. Byron. Yeah. Paul Byron. Jesus Christ. I always get them too confused. Um, Why wouldn't you put the dude, the epic picture? Like I just put it up on our Instagram page. There's a fucking epic picture going around on the internet, perfectly showing that game winning shorty. Like, why wouldn't you use that in your opening headline instead of like making that the big, big deal? Like, yeah, and maybe it's because nobody buys newspapers anymore and they need to get attention <laughs> to their newspaper because um, print media is a dying industry um, and it's on its last leg. So that could be part of it. Um, but, yeah, definitely not the wisest headlines um, from some of our uh, – I guess – I don't know if they're big newspapers in Canada. Maybe they are. Maybe they're not. I have no clue. <laughs> I, I couldn't tell. Maybe no Canada had newspapers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But, but yeah, so definitely interesting. Let's go through, let's jump in those series by series, Dylan. Let's start out East with the Pittsburgh Penguins and the New York Islanders. This has been a close series. This has been a competitive series. Pittsburgh's up two, one through three games. Game four is tomorrow. Uh, Dylan, I've got to get your thoughts on this. 
Yeah, dude. I I thought this series going into it was going to be a very, very, very close series. And evidently I was completely right about that. I was surprised the Islanders were able to take game one, um, especially on the road in, in Pittsburgh, because I mean, last episode, we were just kind of shit talking how bad they were on the road. And then we were talking about how Kyle Palmieri is kind of sucked dick since he came over since the, the trade deadline there. And he scored a Nice uh, shot there, game winner. And uh, Tristan Jerry's glove hand has looked completely terrible in this series. Yeah. So, uh, he's, he, yeah. It's, he's bad. He's, yeah. He's not a good goal. Yeah, I think they uh, – he's not the guy that they're going to stick with here in uh, years to come, put it that way. Um, but, yeah, this series has been uh, – it seems like every game in the, every game in this series has gone to overtime, hasn't it? Or Yeah. Am I just, uh, I, no, I, no, I, uh, wait, the game two go to OT? Game two, yeah, I don't I believe think so. Went to did it? I thought it did. What uh, day let was me that, Tuesday? do some fact checking here. My uh, laptop doesn't decide to. Yeah, I think it. Me. I think it was overtime, but I don't remember. Uh, okay. I'm Pittsburgh won last night five to four, but it was a late goal because I remember watching it because the Islanders scored, tied it up, and then like a minute and a half later, uh, Tanev had a yeah. Tanev had a sick bat. One where he just like batted it out of midair and it went in, dude. It was. It was a nice goal. And game, I guess game two didn't go to OT. It was two to one. Yeah, I, I was going to say, right, I know game one did. Yeah, no, I you're bad. good. No worries. But, but yeah, honestly, all one goal pens, games. The Pens would be up, the Pens would be up 3-0 if they didn't, if they had a better hold. Yeah. Like, like, I know it's been close. Every game's been close. But if the pen, if like Jari doesn't let in the softest goal I've ever seen, or a couple of really soft goals in game one, the Pens easily win that game. So... Ultimately, Definitely. Jari, he's going to hold the Penguins back because they have a good team this year. But I think Definitely. there's no chance they can win the Cup with, with Jari. Absolutely no chance. Yeah, dude. It seems like he just lets in so many softies. Like every Because the series has been like back and forth. Pittsburgh will take a lead. Then the Islanders will tie it up. Pittsburgh will take a lead. Then the Islanders will tie it back up. And then Pittsburgh takes a lead. And then they hold on somehow. But um, yeah, yeah, it's it's been a close uh, series, and uh, yeah, it's been pretty good hockey to watch. It, all these one goal games in this series remind me a lot of uh, the 2015 uh, Stanley Cup final, there, buddy. If you remember, yeah, that. I know, I do. Yeah, like same <laughs> thing. They're very close, but I, I do, I do think the Pens will get the job done. I know that was both of our original picks. Same. Um, so I, I definitely think that gets the job done. Speaking of a team making us look wrong. Uh, the Cats are down 3-1 to Boston. Yeah, uh, game just ended. Bruins uh, took it to them tonight. They won yeah, that score 4-1. Uh, it's not looking that good was for a, a prediction. Ass <laughs> that was a complete ass-kicking tonight. Um, mm -hmm. You know what it is? I think Washington, again, same kind of like Pittsburgh, but it's probably going to end up costing them this series. They don't. Their goaltending is just a little bit faulty. Uh, I'm not really convinced. And obviously, Samson was hurt, or it was it was Vanek got hurt the first game. Um, and, and then Craig, Anson, young. Craig Anderson, Craig Anderson, the legend comes in. <laughs> yeah. So it's just they don't have the goaltending to win. And Boston, you know, they're getting good goaltending, uh, and they're getting clutch plays from their stars. As much as I hate to say, Brad Marchand, you know, had a great series. Yeah. Um, Taylor Hall's looked really good once again. Right. Bergeron, the whole nine. They're they're a scary team with that new Hall line. Uh, mm -hmm. So Boston's looking like they should be wrapping this thing up pretty quickly. I think. 
which I was surprised because I I must have underrated Boston this whole entire season. Like I thought they were going to be, I thought they were going to take a significant step back this year, but they're. I mean, they kind of did a little bit. Yeah. But Hall kind of rebirthed them towards the end. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, I think that's fitting. So, like, like I'm not going to – I don't think either of us should beat ourselves up over that take. Yeah. Because – I mean, Washington, they had the one good year where they made the run to the Cup, and other than that, we know how the yeah. Cats are in the playoffs, so maybe we kind of overestimated them and underestimated Boston. Yeah, they <laughs> so. caught lightning in a bottle once. <laughs> Caps fans, your window's closing. It's getting smaller and smaller by the year. Yeah, because um, Oshi, Oshi's like, what, 34 now or something like that? Yeah, and, and that uh, contract's definitely ending in a buyout. O- Ovechkin's um, obviously He's probably 35, end. obviously sometimes. Backstrom's been they, in the league forever. Change that. Um, yeah. After tonight, Dimitri Orlov's probably going to be dead tomorrow. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> of his I mean, uh, that, hit that, that he laid was, on. Ooh, all right, it, wasn't, it wasn't a terrible – it wasn't the worst hit I've ever seen. It wasn't good. Yeah, like, I know. I, I agree know. with that, but we all know how Boston fans are. Well, Boston just... fans are going to make it out to seem like uh, hey, the Kings just Kevin tied Miller, it up. right? They got hit. Kevin Miller got hit. Yeah, Kevin. Kevin Miller. Yeah, yeah. But she's <laughs> one of Boston's I'm tough Kevin guys too. Miller from from Toronto Blue. But <laughs> yeah, uh, when it comes down to it, Boston guys are going to think that Kevin Miller is the first hockey player to ever get a dirty hit against them because that's just what Boston fans do. Mm-hmm. But it they don't realize that their entire roster does that to teams every single Literally night. All. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, pretty much. I don't know if you heard me, dude. The Canes just tied it up three minutes How left. late? That's late. That's got to be late. I was, I was just going to make a prediction. Yeah. I saw. I was just like looking at their score on NHL.com. I was going to literally say on here, the Canes are going to score in the next two minutes. I guarantee it. And then, yep, sure enough, they just, they, they just did. Yeah, so, might be getting from some free hockey from the Music City. Let's talk about, though, the Battle of Florida. I know we kind of opened up with that. Oh, yeah. Um, I think the series is still over. I think Tampa's still going to win this thing probably in five or six now. I originally said seven, but um, Dylan, am I am I being overconfident? No, I don't believe so. I mean, my original pick was uh, Tampa in six. I mean, I knew Florida was a good team coming in, but they, like I said in our uh, Stanley Cup playoff preview, they just – they lack the depth that Tampa has, and they lack the experience that Tampa has. And we've seen it uh, come to fruition in this series. I mean, Florida's looked really good at times where they can uh, jump out to a lead, but then progressively the Lightning um, kind of – I think you could say that the Lightning are better conditioned, I guess, is kind of how I'm going to try well, to say Well, I think they're this. mentally tougher. Yeah, like they can um, play an overall better game. I mean, Florida has their spurts where they're better than Tampa, but the Lightning have the ability to kind of spread out like their dominancy throughout the whole entire game rather than just a quick spurt, like say in the second period is, I guess what I'm trying to say. I don't know. No, how I, 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 properly, get, I get what but, you mean. I, I yes. get what you mean. The Lightning have, because with this series, I don't think the Panthers have put together – a ton of six. I mean, I don't think they put together a single 60 minute game. They've had some pretty big mental lapses that Tampa's taken advantage of. Tampa's played a good 60 minute game. I feel like, Mm -hmm. except for game three, where they really screwed up and let and gave the Panthers life. I I don't like giving teams life in the playoffs. Yeah. I don't like, like, and that's what, like, 
it's just not the mark of a good team when you blow a two-goal lead in the third period of the playoffs. That can't happen. Mentally tough teams shut the door. So that's why I'm a little bit upset at the Lightning right now. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed right now. Not mad. Just disappointed. I'm also very happy, like I said, for Ryan Lomberg. First I was going to say, you're not mad. Ryan Lomberg scored week. his first ever goal. You yeah. can't be mad. Again, never even scored a goal as a kid and somehow became a homeless person on South Beach that got signed to the Panthers. So very happy <laughs> for him. So, yeah, I mean, interesting series. I think probably objectively, is it fair to say the most entertaining series of the playoffs so far? It's up there. Like after game one, I was fucking hooked on this series. Like I was like, oh my God, this is going to be the series of the playoffs. But um, after game one, I didn't really watch game two or game three. Um, Obviously, they haven't been as good as game one, but they've been. I was going to say, I haven't heard as much in the news. As Casual hockey one. fans who don't have a dog in the fight would say last night's game was pretty good. I personally think it sucked. Um, <laughs> but I, I think, <laughs> I think, I mean, objectively it's been, it's been up. If it's not, hasn't been the best, definitely been in the top two or top three for sure. But yeah, yeah I think Tampa I, still gets the job. Done. It's hard for me, dude. There's been, I, I'm going to say it's one of the best, but I don't think it's like the best, but then again, I'm looking at all the series right now. I don't even think there has been like a good series. Like I want to say Colorado and St. Louis has been a good series, but that's because I just fucking hate the blues and the blues are getting torched every single game. <laughs> well, it's so been it's a good really fun to you. watch. Yeah. It's yeah, really it's fun to watch as a Hawks fan, but um, yeah, I mean I, the blues, we, we both said the blues have no chance to beat the Avalanche. And that's, yeah. yeah. Let's talk about that series. Why don't we jump? Right, why don't we jump right into that? All right. <laughs> Let's just talk about the whole West as a whole. Vegas is going to play Colorado next round. Like, it's going to happen. Dude, I um, don't know. Minnesota's been looking uh, decent. I, I, I know. They, they, they've been I, looking I, a lot they, more decent than I anticipated them. Put it that way. I wouldn't I wouldn't even go that far. I mean, they put up a good fight. They obviously had an incredible game one where the goalie stood on his head, had a shutout, yada, yada, all that stuff. They won it overtime. I, I didn't. I say, did I say Vegas in five? Uh, or did I say Vegas in six? I don't remember, and I don't have it pulled up right now. So. Yeah, I'm gonna look right now. But either way, like I kind of thought um, that Jesus. I had Vegas four one. You had Vegas four two. So clearly, I guess I didn't think that the Wild could steal a couple games a week ago. So I'm not gonna say that. That would be hypocritical. Um, <laughs> Dude, but, I didn't realize Vegas came back and fucking cleaned them last night. I went to bed yeah, before, oh, they, when they it was still like two to one. Yeah, they destroyed <laughs> them. Holy shit, I didn't even realize that. So, yeah. Um, so maybe maybe I, retract what I said about the Wild. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. But that, I, like I said, that was off the mindset of them uh, being up two to one last night at after the first period. And that's when I went to bed. So, yeah, I, I barely watched this series period. because – um, number one, it doesn't really interest me. And number two, like it interests me as a hockey fan, but I'm not like, oh, Vegas, Minnesota. Like, I, I think we all know how that's going to end. I'll be glued to the Avalanche Vegas series next round. Cause I think mm-hmm. that's at this point, that's, that's inevitable. Um, that's, that's the Dano series because Colorado is just completely shit kicking. Yeah. <laughs> so Nate, Mc, Nate McKinnon alone has been shit kicking him. <laughs> That I, I don't like objectively speaking, obviously, subjectively speaking, the Lightning are going to win the Stanley Cup again. Objectively speaking, I don't know how any team's going to beat the Avalanche this year. I really don't. 
Like if they stay healthy, oh, that's a good roster through and through. Uh, I know you were talking about topics last night for the podcast. Um, we're like, oh, so, you know, what do we want to talk about? What do we want to chat about? And you said, got a stroke, got a stroke off Nate, Landy, and Rotman. Um, but it's true. And, and Landeskog, dude. Landeskog yeah, is bad. Yeah, 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 Gordy Howe hat trick the other night, dude. Absolutely beat the living piss out of Braden Shen, dude. That, oh my God, that was so funny. Uh, yeah, yeah. And then he goes on. I think he had, what, a goal and two assists that game or two goals and assists. Like that line has been unreal for them so far this series. Yeah, it's been incredible. And, uh, you know, as it always is, it's the best line of hockey. Sorry, Bruins fans, you think it's your stupid line with the rat on it. But, <laughs> it yeah, really, man, it's been it's, – it's a great line. It was really funny, too, because uh, I put the – I don't know if you've seen the post that I threw up on our page there. Uh, Ryan O'Reilly was talking, like, shit before the series. He's like, oh, yeah, it's going to be a fun series. We're going to come out and we're going to beat him or whatever. And yeah. then it shows a clip of Ryan O'Reilly. He's got zero goals, zero assists so far this series, and he's a negative six. I know dude um, I thought it was so funny when I seen that today I had to throw it on her page so yeah uh. but but I definitely think it's it's yeah that's over we all kind of knew the West be over maybe Minnesota ends up putting out a decent fight but you know Blues you'll be lucky even win a game um <laughs> we'll talk about Nashville Carolina once their game ends if their game ends sometime uh they're going to overtime right now tied 4-4 um, let's talk about the North division because I'm pretty sure I said on the show last week that the Oilers were going to look like garbage against the Jets because they're just not a good matchup for them. And the mm-hmm. Jet, and they don't know how to play that tough, tight checking playoff style. They're just a freewheeling team that doesn't play defense. It doesn't have super good goaltending. Um, mm-hmm. you know, I know it's only been one game. But the Jets beating them 4-1, 0 first intermission right now. Um, you know, Dylan, do you think there's a path for the Oilers to climb back in? Um, I think there is, but it's a very, very, very um, slim path, I guess. <laughs> uh, I think that we called this series spot on. We've seen, uh, I think, what – Dreisaitl and McDavid were held pointless in game one, correct? Yeah, I, I believe so. Which so, obviously, again, that's the engine that runs Edmonton. But mm-hmm. Winnipeg is just a team that they just grind other teams down. They just yep, grind them down. The Oilers They're like only one scored, of the top three boringest teams in the league. Yeah, the Oilers only scored one goal. I'm looking at it, and it was Jesse Pula Jaharvi Pula Hawk. Yeah, I, I yeah. fucking say his goddamn name. <laughs> But, yeah, so, you know, again, Edmonton, we'll see how tonight goes. Maybe things get better for them. But, I I mean, again, just the style they play, they need to completely rethink their philosophy up there. Obviously, you got McJesus and Dreisaitl, so you're good good on that front. But got to get more sandpaper in that lineup and on the back end. They're going to just have to play some gymnastics with the cap and figure out how to get there. Um, and that's then mention, <clears throat> yeah, that's the way to do it. Just, <clears throat> you know, have, have your best player, have your best player <laughs> sit out the entire season. So literally don't have your best player for literally the whole year. 
Yep, put McDavid on LTIR. Yeah, he averaged two points a game this year. You're right. Put him on LTIR because according to a lot of idiots on Twitter, that's what you should do. That's what you should do, you know, if your team's over the salary cap. You don't circumvent the cap with guys like Tyler Johnson, who sucks. You don't circumvent the cap with, you know, a fourth-line plug. You circumvent Ryan Lombard with your best player, right? Actually, though, Ryan Lombard might be the best player in the Panthers. So maybe you do circumvent the cap with him. Or Barkov, <laughs> both of them. Just circumvent the cap. I think you're onto something, Dylan. I want to see more teams do this next year. I want to see more teams not play their best player. Especially, especially when they have a surgery. Kucherov got his surgery on December 29th. It's normally a five to six month recovery. Okay. It hasn't even been five months yet, but clearly the lightning only brought him back early because they cheated. So I want to see more teams cheat. I want to see more teams circumvent the cap. Um, And you know what? We don't need to see McDavid next year. We don't need to see Matthews next year. We just need to see those teams without them, so that way they could cheat. We just need to see Ryan Lomberg next year. That's all we That's need to it. see. Put him <laughs> on the NHL 2022 game next year. I just want to see. So I, I heard they were making it, that game this year. I heard they were making it, actually, in San Francisco, where literally most of the general population there that's homeless looks just like Ryan Lomberg. So it's very easy with COVID and social distancing and stuff to just go take a guy who's living in like a box and just put the guy on the box on NHL 22 and just be like, it's the Ryan Lomberg show folks. Yeah. Um, yeah. He'll be the cover athlete. And then when you fire up the game for the first time, you'll go in, you'll edit his potential to franchise. You'll boost all the stats to 99. Well, I, like, I was actually going to say that Ryan Lomberg seems like the type of guy who's rated as a 69 and doesn't want to get better at hockey just so he could be like, Hey, look, I'm rated 69 guys. You see that? Yeah. I'm 69 overall. Get it like sex. Which I've never done, but it sounds cool. That's Ryan Lomberg. That's what Ryan Lomberg does. Oh so God. we're just making him. Um, we're making Ryan Lomberg the face of the, N- the NHL. And again, like I said, I'm very happy for him. Um, <laughs> I couldn't ever imagine that happening to a better bitch pigeon than him. So, <laughs> so anyways, back to Winnipeg yeah. and Edmonton. I don't even yeah. know how we got to Ryan I don't Lombard know either, from that, but, but uh... speaking of bitch pigeons, let's talk about the Toronto Maple Leafs down one Oh <laughs> at the most embarrassing goal ever scored against them last night in the playoffs with Paul Byron. I mean, it was a great play by Paul Byron. Yeah, dude, it was a hell of a play by him. But holy hell, what a what just a demoralizing loss for the Leafs. Yeah, we all talk about how all oh, the Maple Leafs have one of the best power plays in the league, yada yada yada, and then you uh, end up losing the game two to one because you give up a shorthanded goal. <laughs> well, I mean, I credit credit to Byron though. That was a hell of an effort. The, just the hustle he had there, and then just the nice little flick he had to. Beat, um, I think it was Campbell in that, wasn't it last night? Yeah, it was Campbell in that. Yeah, yeah. It, it was a, listen, clean. It was a great goal by Byron, and, and I was talking. I was talking with one of my friends, John, about this, and I was like, "Bro, because we got burned last year. We laid the line with the Penguins, Canadians, 
uh, mm-hmm. series last year. Like, there's no way Pittsburgh is going to lose to a 12 seed in the playoffs. We're like, man, this is why we get burned because Montreal, they're not a great team. I, again, not legitimate contenders, I don't think, to win the Cup. But they're just such a pesky team. And I still think Toronto can win this series, too. But they're just mm-hmm. such a pesky team to eliminate. They don't go down easy. They're like the little brother who, you know, if you're just roughhousing a little bit, you know, they find a way to, you know, overpower you um, and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So – Montreal doesn't go down easy. Obviously, losing John Tavares um, is a, a massive for the Leafs, but you know John Tavares still really isn't the best player on that team either. Even close, I, I don't I'm say so. he pl- he plays predominantly on their second line, no. So I mean, he's I actually, not getting as much ice time. I mean, what if what if the Leafs asked Corey Perry to do that so that way they could circumvent the cap and get a competitive <laughs> advantage? Oh Jesus. I'm just asking questions (laughs) because that's what a lot of people on Twitter seem to think the lightning did just again, lose one of your best players to circumvent the cap. But anyway, (laughs) Uh, dude, between circumventing and the cap and Ryan Lomberg, I'm pretty sure uh, our viewers are probably sick of hearing those two terms in this episode. (laughs) Oh, wow. Real, real uh, NHL fan, <laughs> real <laughs> NHL fans will never get. But yeah, dude, I expect Toronto to come back in this series. Uh, but like I did, I kind of alluded to this too in our season playoff preview. Like we both thought the Leafs were going to win the series, and I was like, I mean, I wouldn't count out Montreal. Like, especially taking Game One on the road now in Toronto, dude. If they come back and take Game Two, and then they have their. Uh, games three and four back in Montreal. There's mm-hmm. going to be fans in the building, 5,000, I believe. Um, I read the other day. So we know how hopping the Bell Center gets, especially during playoffs. So I just want, I just want face. that, that old fat lady to come out and sing Oh Canada for Montreal. <laughs> that's all I want. It, she just goes like, she sings so loud. That's all I want. I just want to hear that. Well, oh, yeah. <laughs> Montreal, I agree with you, though. That's the path. You know, if they steal next game, come back home, or, heck, they already got the split. As long as they have that lady singing Oh Canada, they're going to be just fine. So. <laughs> yeah, she'll, she'll uh, guide them to victory. Yeah, uh, for sure, dude. But, man, we're off the rails tonight. But I, I love this time of year. Yep. Like, this is the best time of year for, for me. I like this better than March Madness, the Stanley Cup playoffs. I like this better than the NFL playoffs. Way better. Way better than all those. Stanley Cup playoffs are the best of the best. Um, I Do really like this. And Pat McAfee confirmed that last night on Twitter. Pat McAfee is a big hockey fan. He, uh, he tweeted out last night, playoff hockey is the fucking best, I believe, is what he said on his tweet. So He did. I'd love to see Pat get involved in the NFL or in the NHL somehow. Dude, dude that would be insane. Can you imagine him, like, just that game that he announced in the NFL? Like, if he came to the NHL and announced the playoffs, dude, that would be, oh, my God, I would pay to see that. That would yeah. be crazy. It would be, it would be great. There'd be a big hand. Oh man. Dude, Uh, he would just be going off. He'd have so much fun with it too, because I could just picture him right now just sitting in the booth, just being especially when like a fight happens or something, like Tom Wilson situation happened. Dude, Pat would just oh my god, it'd be amazing. 
He'd be like, he knocked him down, man. He knocked him down. <laughs> yeah. So, dude, it would be so fucking sick. It would be wild. Another thought I just had. What do you think Jack Eichel's doing right now? Jack Eichel? Oh, probably sleeping. Do you think <laughs> it's like that? It's... Do you think it's like the Squidward meme where like Squidward's looking outside at, you know, all the players playing? Like, so it could be like Squidward meme inside looking down. You know, SpongeBob and Patrick outside. Yeah, it's it's uh, like, uh, like Taylor Sydney Hall Crosby and Curtis. And like it's like Taylor Hall and Curtis Lazar outside. Yeah, and he's just yeah. sitting in his house. He's just like, oh man, like because I, I definitely think he's he's done in Buffalo. Obviously, the whole thing with he wants to get this really experimental surgery. The Sabers are like, no, never done that surgery on any hockey player ever before. Um, clearly Jack Eichel knows more than trained medical professionals. Um, but yeah, man, I just wonder like what a guy like him is doing. You gotta be sick to your stomach at this point. Yeah, dude, it's a sticky situation and who knows what's going to happen with him. I mean, I'm assuming too, that his time is done in Buffalo, but Buffalo wants to be complete like assholes to him. Like, they could say, oh, yeah, go ahead and have the surgery. You might not be the same when you come back, but guess what? You're stuck in Buffalo for another, I think, five years he's got left on his contract. Uh, something like it's a It's a long time. So, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a tough situation for Sabres and, and their fans. I mean, the organization as a whole just has been complete fucking trash last what five years so six years i, I mean 10 years yeah it's just been it's just, just been a tough it's actually six, no yes five years he's got left he's gonna be 29 when he's a free agent so he's likely gonna sign another really big deal but i mean he's he's been in the league now for what it's been this is six 2015 2015 season this year He's, yeah. He came into the league same year McDavid did. Yeah, right. He was, he was number two. And yeah. he hasn't even sniffed the playoffs. Hasn't even remotely come close to it. So I definitely think it's unfortunate. Um, you know, about yeah. that. I got to go let my dog out. Hold on, I'll be All right. I will try to entertain you guys while Dan is letting his dog out. Um, I will keep talking about the Jack Eichel situation. So here we go. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, just Jack Eichel has been complete shit. And yeah, I mean, oh, it you're sucks. still there. <laughs> oh, sorry. I just came back. No, it just sucks for him. It sucks for him. He's a great player, but that's what happens. You play for like one of the worst teams ever. So I think it'll be fun to look at the cursed franchises in summer. We'll have to make like a, like a <laughs> list of just franchises that are completely cursed. So. Yep. Sounds but good to me, dude. That'd, that'd be, be, that'd be cool. Yeah. I'd say that'd be a cool off season episode or something. Yeah. All right. One more thing before we go, Dylan, this is what I want. I want two things, a Stanley cup finals pick like for what the matchup will be. And then the winner. Uh, you go first. then, since you put me on the spot there, all right, yours first. first. Now I'll, I'll think about it. Lightning over Blues. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go Lightning over Avalanche. All right, I'll go Ryan Lindberg or Lombard against the Colorado Avalanche. 
<laughs> with Ryan Lomberg winning it all. Ryan Lomberg, <laughs> hat trick in game seven. And he then skates over and marries Nate McKinnon's wife, steals, <laughs> steals her away from him. And says, uh, I'm the best player in the league now, Ryan Lomberg. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, for but for real though, um, obviously the my see, I had the Vegas Golden Knights at the start of the year, so I feel obligated to pick them still. But Vegas has not looked that. I mean, they've looked all right in the series so far, but they haven't looked at the level that I thought they were going to be like dominating. Um. Flurry has looked pretty good, but last night game he did let in a couple that were uh, questionable out of the two. Well, I mean there was two goals, but I think he could have saved probably both of them. Um, so I'm gonna say Colorado coming out of the West. I'm gonna change it from Vegas to Colorado. Vegas was my preseason pick. Colorado's gonna be my pick now. Um, and out of the East or well, whatever the the other team, put it that way. Um. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Tampa. Tampa. I was thinking about going Boston, but Tampa's got well, Boston can't beat Tampa. I was gonna say Tampa's can't got way better depth than Boston, especially defensively. And I would say a net too, but I mean it's basically Vasilevsky and Rask. That's kind of a toss-up. But um, uh, I mean, it's not bad. It's better, but I understand. And Tampa's got way more scoring depth, um, way more solid, like third line, fourth line than the Bruins have. So I'll say this though: that series won't be in five like it normally. It'll go at least six. Yeah. So I, I'm so. gonna go Colorado and Tampa. All right, hey, I like it. Who wins? Uh, fuck, dude, I forgot about that part. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh. I'm going to go Tampa. Just Good choice. Because. Good choice. Don't even think twice. Just because they're the best team no, ever. No, 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 no. Strictly because they got Vasilevsky. I think that's the only that's thing that sets really them fair. apart. I mean, Grubauer Vazzy's, played Vazzy's really good fucking good. But... Vasilevsky could steal, though, just a game in a series itself. Well, that's what I'm thinking here because – I like Colorado's team, I think, better overall than for or than uh, Tampa. But I, I can't really just disagree Vasil- with that either. But just Vasilevsky and Nat compared to Grubauer is just the and I mean Vasilevsky has kind of looked human a little bit in this series, anyways. So if he goes back to like his regular season form or he was just saving like literally everything. I remember in the Hawks games when they played against um, Tampa this year, Vasilevsky was just like doing whatever the fuck he wanted. He's like, an he was, he was saving like, everything. He has eight hands. Yeah, it, it was bad. So, um, so yeah, if he can return to that form and go on a run here in the playoffs, I think that's going to be what sets them apart from uh, Colorado. Yeah, absolutely. All right, we'll have to see what happens. So obviously, a lot of other good teams don't sleep on them. Hurricanes, um, you know, there's some, there's definitely some good teams, but. Yeah, we'll have to see what happens, guys. Uh, It's going to be a fun rest of the ride. We'll be with you guys in a few days to recap round one, probably preview round two. Uh, Oh shit! Did you want to? Hey, hey! Did you want to talk about canes? Did you want to talk about canes and preds since we didn't get to it? Because they're still in overtime. Yeah, let's talk about. We didn't even touch on it. (laughs) So yeah. uh, 
yeah, I, I think this, I mean, honestly, there's not that much to talk about this series. No, I mean, the, Car- the, the Canes have pretty much shit pumped them. Nashville's making yeah. the first game on home ice. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's about all you can okay. say, honestly. Yeah. So uh, I, the press I, gold jerseys are still horrible. <laughs> so how about uh, Alexander Nedelkovich, he has looked like a stud in that. He had a, sh- a shutout in game two um, tonight. He's kind of fallen back down to earth. He let in four goals, but uh, is it not bad for a rookie in his first no, uh, run in the all. playoffs? So he's looked pretty yeah, good. He's, for a, he's had and... a good year. He's a good player. Um, yeah, I also dude, like it. his name. Kind of sounds like Novak Djokovic, but it's like just his last name. <laughs> so <laughs> pretty much, dude. <laughs> so I, I guess there wasn't that much to I guess there wasn't that much to touch on that series. I was I, I figured we'd just uh, throw it in there since we talked about every other series. Yeah. And uh, I know we have some Keynes yeah. followers out there. Um, yeah. Shout to, out to wanna, I want to keep I want to keep them happy because the jerks I can actually stand, dude. The Preds yeah. fans they can go fuck themselves for all I care, dude. I <laughs> so um, yeah. <laughs> I'll get my but, guy Ryan Lomberg on that for you. So. <laughs> all right. But anyway, uh, that's we'll a great, him, uh, take care of him. <laughs> all right. So thank you guys so much for listening um, and enjoy the rest of round one. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of the Beyond the Boards podcast. If you enjoyed it, we hope you will leave us a rating and review as well as subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Find us on Instagram at the Beyond the Boards podcast, on Twitter at Beyond underscore boards, on Facebook facebook.com beyond the boards podcast and on tiktok at beyond the boards podcast